Welcome to the Urban Planners Podcast, hosted by Gigi the Planner. This podcast is about all things urban planning related and otherwise. In this setting, we'll discuss the ins and outs of the planning field. We'll even delve into some very controversial topics involving the role planners have to take in their everyday lives and jobs. Without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. This This is Gigi the Planner. Welcome everyone to the Urban Planners Podcast, hosted by your girl, Gigi the Planner. So this is episode one, and today I'm going to be discussing a little bit about my life. I'm introducing you to who I am, and just give you a synopsis of my business, what I do with my business, and what this podcast is going to be all about. So let's get started. My name is Gishel Augustine. I grew up as Gishel Bush. I'm recently married. I grew up in South Florida in a small city called West Park. I've basically been living here all my life, except the first year of my life. But beyond that, I've been living here in the same neighborhood in about five different homes, which is kind of weird, but that's how it was. I'm the eldest of nine children. Yes, nine. From the same parents, Bobby and Gishla. And I grew up in a very unique environment. So first off, I was homeschooled up until the age of 15. Originally, I didn't want to be homeschooled. Hindsight, looking at it now, I'm glad that I was. I'm glad that I experienced what I experienced and all of that. So I was homeschooled up until the age of 15. At the age of 15, I was enrolled into a high school called... FAU High School, which is um, a lab school with Florida Atlantic University. Now, mind you, this lab school basically like catapults you into the college life. Going into the 10th grade, I started that program and I did not know what I was getting myself into. Honestly, it was has not, had nothing to do with me. It was all my mom. She pushed me and my sister and basically. 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I was in college, a full-time college student doing university work. So it was a lot. It was a dual enrollment program. Now, this program was special because it allowed me the opportunity to finish with my bachelor's degree right after high school. Literally, at the age of 18, three months after I graduated high school, I finished with my bachelor's degree. Now, to give you a little understanding of the route that I took in college. I started off at 15. I wanted to start in architecture. That was what I was looking towards. My mother was an architect. She went to Florida Agricultural Mechanical University in Tallahassee and she studied as an architect. And while I was homeschooled, she was teaching me drafting and in my mind's eye, I thought, yeah, I want to move into architecture. The first year, um, I wasn't able to get into the program because I registered late and, you know, you have to apply separately for the architecture school. So the second year, you know, I applied. I had to submit my few drawings that they, you know, suggested, and I didn't make the cut. You know, time was ticking. My mom was certain that I was going to graduate college and high school right about the same time. So basically, I started in 10th grade, so I had three years to graduate college. I had to squish four years into three years. So we had a year had passed, and I said, okay, I need to figure out something else. I need to do something. I can't just be like, you know, 
trying to apply to architecture school every year. I need to find something else. Maybe I can go get my master's in architecture. So my parents were keen on all of us getting our master's. I went to the College of Design and Social Inquiry, which was the college that School of Architecture was under, and I talked to the counselor and asked her, what are, what are some other options for me? She mentioned to me a new program called Urban Design that literally had just started at FAU. It was a brand new program. It was, in like, it was just finishing the first semester. And I was looking at the curriculum and all the classes that I would have to take, and she said, you know, you can do this. And I was looking at it like, you know, this is going to work for me because it wasn't going to put me behind. I was still going to be on track to graduating when I wanted to. And everything was going to work out fine. And on top of all of that, you know, she was telling me this is a, a mixture of architecture and urban planning and um, landscape architecture. I didn't really know much about urban planning, but being that it was sort of, you know, like architecture, I figured, okay, so this is as close as I can get to architecture at this time. So I moved this forward into that program. It wasn't the perfect program. I'm not saying that it was a bad program. There are some things that can be fixed with it. So I went into that program and I was able to finish college in three years. Trust me, I packed classes on classes on classes. One semester, I took 21 credit hours. That was seven classes. That was the craziest semester of my life. Going throughout the semester, it didn't, I don't recall it being so bad, but when finals came, I hardly got sleep. And that, that was basically the only semester in all of, you know, my years in college that I remember, like, not getting sleep for, like, a few days. I took, little, you know, little naps at night because I couldn't just go straight. But I was, like, really not getting any sleep. But, yeah, so I was able to get through that in three years. I graduated um, with honors. And it was a lot. It was a whole lot. Right after that... I was, I went into the master's program. So the master's program, you know, like I said before, I wanted to do architecture, master's in architecture. But when I was an undergrad, I took a class called site planning and engineering and gave me a taste of what architecture was going to be like for me. And I was like, no, I don't think I want this for myself anymore. It's a little bit too nitpicky and that is not what I wanted. So I moved into urban planning instead. And the reason why I decided urban planning, you know, in my urban design program, I took a lot of urban planning classes and, you know, I really fell in love with it. Um, so I sort of like fell into the field like most people. I moved into the master's program at the age of 18. Now, mind you, all my years in college, basically nobody really knew my age. Some of my professors did, um, but none of my classmates did. I think later on, I you know started to tell a few people, but I didn't want people to see me differently because I was young. Um, I necessarily didn't look too too young. I was able to pass. Um, I did have a cousin that started along with me, and he looked really young, so people knew <laughs> that he was young. Um, but I was able to pass, you know, just throughout the entire time, honestly. And people were surprised when they actually found out. Right before moving into my master's in urban planning, I started working at the city of Pompano Beach in South Florida for an internship um, during the summer in my last semester in college and for my undergrad. And I started off as an intern, and within about, about three to four weeks, they decided to start paying me. I basically didn't actually have to leave because it wasn't just like a... I had to be there for three months. Moving to my master's, I decided, you know, I'll stay with Pompano. They're paying me. I'm getting experience. Um, and I can, you know, juggle school and work. 
at the same time. So I continued working at the city of Pompano Beach while being a full-time student at FAU. Honestly, it wasn't too bad. I didn't do the full four classes a semester like most students did. I did three, which still considered me full-time. I did three classes a semester. And um, but what was more valuable to me than trying to finish within like two years was the fact that I'm getting the experience, which is like the most important thing coming out of school is that you need experience. So I started there at the age of 18. I, and then I went into my master's program. So after about a year as an intern, they offered me a part-time job as a zoning tech. So I had a professional job at the age of 19. That was crazy to me. I was like, oh my gosh. I was making double what I was making as an intern, and this was like heaven sent, literally. I just had to happen to be in a good place at a good time to be, you know, move forward within that. So I was working as a professional, and I was going to school at the age of 19, and everything was going great. I, I finished school. It took me about two and a half years to finish. And I, after that, throughout the whole time I stayed at Pompano, I currently still am at Pompano. It's now has been six years, almost seven years that I've been at Pompano, coming up in May. And it's been a really great experience. Um, I learned a lot. I was able to, you know, move up. I moved up from a zoning tech to a planner. Now I'm a planner. Um, I'm still on a part-time basis. And the reason why I'm part-time is because I'm trying to work as a planner and then have my business, Gigi the Planner, on this side. That is how things have been for me. So throughout my time at Pompano and otherwise, I had some internship. I interned with Miami-Dade County. I did a lot of long-range planning. It was extremely, extremely, extremely boring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, I, I know I don't want to do this. If there's anything, I don't want to do this. And I think one of the things that I was learning about myself is I will like work on one thing, you know, continuously. And I'm so used to working on a lot of different things at Pompano. Like my day isn't, it's like different. It's a lot of variations. So the long range planning, they would give me a task and it's like a task I would basically, I need to, it would take me all day to do. And more like projects. And I just was not liking having to work on one thing the entire time. I went at sunlight. I was like in the middle of the office room and sort of far away from the windows. So I didn't like that aspect of where I was at. Um, and literally, I call myself dozing off like every single day. There was literally, I remember one day in my entire time there for three months, I did not doze off. And that was because I had gone to some hearing or something, the county hall, and I didn't fall asleep. But beyond that, every single day I was like dozing off. It was so boring. So I interned there. I also, so that was during the semester of my master's. Also, when I, once I graduated college and finished up my master's in urban planning, I figured, you know, working in this city was not really what I wanted to do. And so being part-time, that gave me flexibility to sort of like fill out and, you know, figure out other things. So I decided I was interested in community development and I wanted to move in towards into that. So I found a place where I could intern and I was able to enter with South Florida Community Development Coalition in Miami. My mentor was the one that was able to 
allow me to intern there. It was not what I thought it was going to be. In my mind, our community development is more encompassing than just housing. But as I was interning there and getting into that, that realm and that field, I learned that community development and housing are almost synonymous. And that's not what I wanted to really focus my efforts on, housing policy. That seemed kind of boring because I have a creative mind and I want to manifest my creativity. And I, I didn't feel like I could do that, you know, focusing on housing policy. So I entered there months actually, like maybe about eight months. And then, you know, my mentor, she figured out, you know, you I can see that you're not really feeling this. I'm like, no, not really. And honestly, after my master's, I was going to go into law school. So I entered there for about eight months. And then I told her, you know, I don't think I want to be here anymore. Um, I'm, I'm, I want to start studying for the LSAT to go to law school. So I'm going to leave. And, you know, if I ever want to come back, I'll let you know or whatever. That happened. I started studying for the LSAT. Now, me going to law school, originally it was my idea. And, you know, I was, I wanted to do that. I was watching CSI when I was a little girl. I was like, oh, this seems interesting. I was going to become a lawyer, deal with these kind of criminal criminal cases but not that I had an urban planning degree is for me to probably do land use law which seemed kind of boring to me um not totally boring but that wasn't the vision I had for myself and so over time I felt like me going to law school was more of my parents idea for me not what I wanted for myself so anyways I studied the LSAT I, it was very hard for me to study it's very hard for me to focus and like keep my mind in the zone um anyway so i took the LSAT. i did i do good because i did not really study all that well and you know i was like you know i don't i don't want to do this i'm not i'm not going to force this anymore this is it so around this time maybe around about the summer of 2017 i would say i just happened to be on linkedin and i saw I saw a girl on, on LinkedIn. She had done a workshop for young girls surrounding architecture. And I was like, this is really cool. And um, she had a sponsorship with Barbie. Um, they have an architect Barbie. And the girls were able to, you know, design Barbie's dream house. And then maybe, maybe a few days later, a few weeks later, I can't remember exactly when, I found about the hip-hop architect Michael Ford and the things that he was doing with architecture and teaching kids about architecture. And I said, you know, there's nobody out there doing this for urban planning. And I think it's very important for children of color to learn about this field because, you know, we are very limited in knowing all the types of fields that are out there. And a lot of that was also more of a selfish mindset that I was having too. And the fact that I was the only black person at my job. Um, I did go to school with quite a few black planners, but there weren't that many around so i'm like you know there needs to be more for my sake <laughs> and just for the sake of you know black planners helping black communities and be able to understand the residents that live there so i decided you know i think i want to create something um dealing with that you know sort of made a map out for myself a little bit next year i want to start this i'm gonna do a workshop for kids and have all had all these ideas and so I think maybe the end of 2017, the beginning of 2018, I found out about APA's program that they have. 
the planning advocates. Um, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do. So I'm going to sign up for this to be this planning advocate and I'm going to do some workshops. So this sort of catapulted me a little bit with trying to get everything together for my GG the Planner business. Now, how I came up with the name. So my name is Gishla, as you all know. And I've had the nickname Gigi since I was born. My grandma gave it to me, and a lot of people on my mom's side of the family call me Gigi. And so my mom and my dad, we were talking one day, and trying to, I was trying to figure, up, figure out a name, and my mom came up with Gigi the plan. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love that. We figured, okay, we could do, you know, have a Carson character created, and have all these different things. I have had so many ideas. And so I'm like, okay, let's just get started. So I, you know, I found somebody on Instagram. She, you know, drew the character for me, created my logo. I loved it. It was, it was perfect. And then I started moving in towards, you know, planning for my workshops. So that first, first um, year, I had two workshops in the summer. They were very successful. They went really great. I got some people to sponsor me so that I was able to, you know, move forward with it. I put some of my own money into it as well. And then moving forward, as I started to consider more ideas, you know, I decided, well, I'm also going to start doing career coaching for, you know, students that want to figure out planning. If they want to go into planning, if they, you know, if they are in planning school and they're trying to get a job and giving them ideas and tips. And so I started all of that. So I've coached a lot of people since, since then, about, the, about a year and a half. Um, even people in Africa and India and all over the United States. So it's been really great. And then I started selling planning gear. I figured there's not really there's really nobody out there selling planning gear for people that are planners that want to, you know, rep planning. So all these things started manifesting itself. And so, you know, I really love what I do. My overall mission is to increase the number of black planners, but also not leaving other planners of other races and cultures out as well. So I do predominantly work with blacks, but I also work with Hispanics, whites, whoever wants to utilize my services, I am an open door. So yeah, so that's really an introduction about my life, about me. I've had a very interesting life. To top all of that off, being that I went to school so early, my younger sister went to school so early, and then my, then my second younger sister, she did the same thing. Now, me and my, my sister under me, we were sort of like the guinea pigs and my mom trying to figure out like this whole thing for us as it relates to going to school. But when my second sister came up, she figured, okay, I'm not going to do this and we're not going to do that. I'm going to do it like this. So my younger sister, my second, second younger sister, because I have a lot of sisters, she started college at 13. My mom started her off at Broward College, which is like a, a community college down here in South Florida, and then she moved to, moved into FAU after that. So she graduated college at 16 years old, and actually she graduated college a week before high school because the dates that they had for the um, ceremony just, just happened to be a week before, and she got so much publicity over that. It was crazy. It really was crazy. And so she did that. Her name has been all over the media, all over the world. So if you want to actually Google Grace Bush, you will find a lot of information surrounding her. 
Um, we were on the Today Show two times. First, when she graduated with her bachelor's, and then again, um, when her and my other sister graduated with their master's. And so at that point, they sort of interviewed the whole family, and we were all over their news. So if you, you know, Google Bush family, recall the other Bush family, and the Today Show saying that, you know, we're not George Bush, Jeb Bush, and all of them, but we're the other Bush family that wants to do great things. So that's just a sidebar note, so you guys can... You guys want to search Grace Bush, even if you search my name, Gishla Bush, my, my maiden name, you'll find a lot of information about me. I've done a lot of different things, got a lot of different accolades over the years. Yeah. So that is my introduction. Now, I want to briefly tell you guys what this podcast is going to be about. So it's it basically it's going to be about everything urban planning. A lot of my personal experiences working as a planner, some of my frustrations, some of the things that I've gone through and really wish I didn't have to go through. You know, a lot of the truth about what planning is, for those who may not know, um, what you're getting yourself into, because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. I had this idea of what a planner should be, and I still have the idea of what a planner should be. And when I got into it, I'm like, this is not what I thought it was going to be. One of those things particularly is... The fact that I'm called a planner and I don't plan anything. So, another story for another day. I'm also going to have interviews with other planners and others in the development field. If you all have any ideas of who you want me to interview, please send me an email at gishla at ggtheplanner.com. Or you can DM me on Instagram at ggtheplanner. Also, I'm going to talk about a lot of different hot topics in the planning world. Um, I know medical marijuana is one of them. A lot of these driverless cars, all those things are hot topics in the planning world. So I'm going to be discussing those things and much, much more. So if you guys have any topics and people you want me to interview, I am more than welcome to invite all. I don't have anything that I don't want to discuss. So yeah, so thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed this introductory episode. Please follow me on Instagram and all the things. So yeah, thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Urban Planners Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please head over and leave a five-star rating on iTunes and subscribe to this podcast so that you won't miss out on an episode. If you would like to buy personalized urban planning gear and other products or are in need of some urban planning career coaching, please head over to ggtheplanner.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at ggtheplanner. Have a great week and we'll see you next episode.